Welcome to the Sports Girly Podcast, your home for snackable sports for the girlies that kind of care. Welcome back, sports girlies, to the Sports Girly Podcast, where we talk about sports, we talk about pop culture, and really how those two things intertwine and how we can get more excited about sports when our significant others are obsessed and we don't know what's going on. So, okay, so this past week, I was in San Francisco, so Wednesday, as I mentioned, I was going to San Francisco to go to the nighttime Giants game. I've never been to a Giants game at night. And as I mentioned before, like it's always been a dream of mine. So finally got to take that in. We had fabulous seats. We did we got there early just so we could like tour the whole stadium. And I've done it like I've walked to the stadium before. I will say that's one thing I do like to do at sporting events is I like to kind of do a once around, see what you know my snack options are see like where the different merch is is there any cool like fan experience types of things I can get involved in so that's what we did so and I mentioned like before during spring training I was kind of like crapping on the Scottsdale Stadium for the Giants and thought that the A Stadium was better that being said the where I was coming from was the stadium or the ballpark sorry I keep saying stadium but the ballpark in San Francisco like there's just so much stuff like everywhere you turn there's history like there's an aquarium that has like you know well it has fish in it and like baseball this was like themed then they've got like a cable car you can you know take photos in like all sorts of giants history everywhere um all of the like snack vendors like have like different names or like um there used to be this like dog that they would use like whatever it's very iconic to San Francisco so anyways what I'm saying is like just everywhere you turn it's history history like cool thing cool thing for like a sports girly the Scottsdale Stadium lacks just about all of those things in my opinion so that was cool to see fun to do the game uh we ended up losing pretty badly uh so that wasn't the best but I'm not so sure how the Giants season is gonna go it doesn't The analyst seems to think that this is not their year, so we're going to take his advice, and we're just going to enjoy baseball for what it is this season as a Giants fan. Then yesterday, I went to my first, well, actually, it isn't my first. I have been to a professional soccer game before, but it was the Phoenix Rising, and they played not too far from my house outdoors. was really giving, like, Friday Night Lights high school football vibes, not so much professional soccer team vibes. So that's why it wasn't really top of mind. However, I went and saw USA play Mexico, and... I understand that this was not a like competitive game as far as like their rankings and that sort of thing. It was just the fact that it was the United States versus Mexico in a border state. It was almost completely packed. Like I mean, definitely more heavy for Mexico. I know the men's USA team is not very good. Definitely not as good as the women's. But it was really really fun and I it ended in a tie. But I will say that was really cool to see was, like, I got the opportunity to see, like, Mexico score a goal. And, like, I'm telling you, the fans went wild. It was, like, 
this like growing like roar that like if you ever caught soccer on tv like you do hear it but like in person it's just like it's like mesmerizing in a way and then usa ended up having the same well not quite the same experience it wasn't quite as grand as when mexico cheered as far as the fandom goes we we really didn't represent quite well but um anyways it was still really fun to see. I highly recommend if you get like an opportunity. I say that every time, but like if you get an opportunity to go to a sporting event, whether you're a fan, whether you're not, like it's just better and more interactive and more fun to go in person. You create a fun memory and you know, just treat this year as the year of yes when it comes to sporting events. And I will hold your hand through the whole process and get you through all the things you need to know. All right, so speaking of things you need to know, let's go ahead and get into it. So not really a lot going on in football. Jalen Hurts is recently signed as the highest paid NFL player in history. Now, fun fact is his sister is his agent. She's older than a few years older than him, but she's his sports agent. And like the rest of his staff is all female, which is really cool. But then I was thinking, I was like, I swear that every minute we're hearing about this quarterback is the highest paid or this person's the highest paid. So I did some digging. So here's where we're at, just so we both understand. So Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year contract for $450 million, which averages to about $45 million a year. Then you have Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills, six years for $258 and some change million dollars for about 43 averages a year. So Jalen Hurts, here's where we're getting at. He signed for five years at $255 million with an average like payout, I guess, per year of about $51 million. So per year he makes more money and he's doing it in a shorter period of time. So just, I guess you can really kind of write it a bunch of different ways. And then all these guys look like they you know, have the best contract, the longest contract. It's just to make headlines and just another way that you can structure a contract, whatever makes the most sense for you and what your end goal is, you know, depending on how long you are going to be playing for or really what your goals are. Do you want to even stay in that team? That sort of thing. So that's really what we've got on football. So in baseball, the Oakland A's have purchased land in Vegas. So Oakland... California will no longer have a sporting team. First, the Warriors left and went into the city. Then the Raiders left and went to Vegas. And now Oakland A's baseball team are headed to Vegas as well. So check on your Oakland A fans, your Oakland fans in general. They may not be doing well. All right. And our big topic of the week is the NBA playoffs are going on. All right, so the goal is to win four total games. It could happen in four. It could happen in five, six, seven game series, basically. Where we're standing right now is pretty much every team has played two games. Now, Thursday, we've got game three, but Sacramento Kings have won two games. Denver Nuggets have won both games. Boston Celtics and 76ers have all won both games and only need two more to win to head on to the conference semifinals. That being said, what we're going to do is I'm going to go over a handful of teams and players to be on the lookout for now through the playoffs as well as into the summer when it comes to like trades and stuff as well as long term. These are top tier players 
They're not the Matt McCullens that I, you know, that are winning slam dunk contests and you're never really going to hear about them again. So interesting factoid is this is the first time in history that every single California basketball team is in the playoffs. So you have the Clippers, you have the Lakers, you have Sacramento Kings, you have the Golden State Warriors, all fighting for a chance to make into the championship. And so these are some of the basketball players that you should care about. Sacramento Kings. Let's start there. This is really our Cinderella story. This is the biggest story in NBA playoffs right now just because they have struggled to get into the playoffs most years. They have struggled being good. Maybe Like early 90s, they were kind of good. And that was really like when um, the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings were like both great uh, great. Let's let's not say great, but you know what I'm saying. So interesting thing is the coach, the current head coach of the Sacramento Kings is the previous head coach, assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors. He was with the Warriors since 2016 and just left them in 2020 at the end of the um, final. So he took his championship and he is on to greener pastures. And that is Mike Brown. Okay, so on the Sacramento Kings, you have Sabone, who is the real tall European guy for them. He was actually, in the last game, was stepped on by Draymond Green, which is the reason why Draymond Green has been suspended and will not be playing in tonight's game. Then you have De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. They are other players on the team but interesting fact toys they actually went to Kentucky together so you love to see that when you've been you go through the March Madness bracket and you know you follow the teams and then these players end up getting drafted and sometimes they go on to separate teams but then they might you know end up coming back together which I always think is really cool now Sacramento has been creating quite a lot of hype and in addition to that they have this laser beam that shoots from the top of this arena You can definitely see it when you're flying by, but I don't think you can see it from the moon, as they say, but who am I? Okay, so the Golden State Warriors are playing Sacramento Kings, and as much as I love the Warriors, I like a Cinderella story. I like to see the underdog win. You know, it's like Alabama's always winning. That gets boring after a while, and I'm not saying that the Warriors are always winning, but to the everyday person, it looks like they've won every year. Do you know what I'm saying? So what's interesting is like whether they're actually even going to win tonight. So they're down two games. They have to win tonight. I'm sure they will. I don't think Steph Curry is going to allow that to happen, but just keep that in mind that they are really struggling for a win right now. Then you have the Lakers and I don't mean to describe these people by like their appearance, but when you don't know them, like sometimes you need like a facial descriptor. So Anthony Davis, he's the guy with the unibrow, like he's really embraced it. So like I don't feel like too bad about it, but he seems like he really wants a championship. I mean, who doesn't? And he's partnered up with LeBron. So magical things could happen. LeBron is known for coming back from losses and literally they've lost one game but when you're trying to win the series a game can really sway the mindset of your team so the Lakers definitely need to get a win so they're you know up to Memphis not a big fan of Memphis right now like obviously there's the John Morant of it all and like the gun situation um and then they have 
Dylan Brooks, who's just like talk, talk, talking. Yesterday he was called um, out for calling LeBron James old. He his contract is up this year, so I think he's really just trying to solidify his spot as like the antagonist on his team, like a la Draymond Green. And John Morant is currently out with a sore right hand. So only time will tell how they do in the series. I think they're a little too young to win the championship as far as a team is concerned. But again, you never know. Then you have the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis, of course. But he's mostly been MIA in the series with the Bulls with a back injury. But another fun fact about a player on their team is Brooke Lopez. He has a twin brother who plays for the Cavs, the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, LeBron James is one of his old teams. So he actually bought, he lives on Disney property. I'm sure he has multiple homes, but he bought a house on Disney property several years ago. And I just think that's like so fun. So if you're a Disney girly, a Disney adult of some sort, Brooke Lopez is someone to definitely be a fan of. Now the Bucks have a lot of guys that are up for new contracts this summer. So if they want a championship, with this team before it kind of gets dismantled because who's to say all these guys are going to end up coming back this would be the year to do that then you have the los angeles clippers with Kawhi leonard so in 2019 Kawhi leonard he led the toronto raptors to their first and only nba championship and of course he got mvp for that then he went to the clippers and he's been trying to do his thing but until now like they haven't really been great But like I've mentioned, I think in the past, the Clippers just struggle as far as injuries. Like they never just can not catch that injury bug. But Kawhi Leonard actually went to San Diego State. Go Aztecs. Unfortunately, they didn't win in March Madness this year, but we did root them on in the finals. They also have Russell Westbrook, who he's played on several different teams and he has a really unique way of playing. I don't really know the best way to describe that to you, but when you watch him play basketball he doesn't look like everybody else if that makes sense so finding a team for him is kind of hard but he's doing really really well and their other star player Paul George has actually been out and will probably be out for the rest of the year even without that player like key player in the team like they're doing really really well so it'll be interesting to see how this series ends up then you have the Phoenix Suns who they're playing against Phoenix Suns just got Kevin Durant recently And Kevin Durant is an interesting guy. So sometimes he's like upset about all the limelight and the media. But at the same time, he's been known to actually create like finstas and like comment on haters and troll himself sort of. But really just to like justify his standings on things. And he's not ever really seen with any girls. Not to say he's not dating, but he definitely must be very private about that. I think that he dated, when he was at University of Texas, I think he dated Rachel Lindsay, who was like the first black bachelorette on that show. I don't watch it, but I could be wrong and I might be making that up, but I'm pretty positive that they like went on a few dates, whether they were like exclusive or not. I have no idea that was college. So Chris Paul is another key player on that team for the Suns. CP3 is his nickname. So last night, well, not last night, Tuesday, he broke the Scott Foster curse. Well, what is that? Okay, so the Scott Foster curse is, so Scott Foster is a ref for the NBA. And every time that Chris Paul is in the offseason, 
he loses. So he has lost 13 straight playoff games when Scott Foster is officiating until Tuesday. And the Suns won 123 to 109. And just a little personal factoid about Chris Paul. He is married to his high school sweetheart and they have two young sons together. Another star player for this Phoenix Suns would be Devin Booker. He is the son of Melvin Booker, who played for the Rockets and for the Warriors and for the Nuggets. He didn't have a super long NBA career. He ended up playing in Europe for a while, but his parents never got married because he was in the NBA, like traveling, whatnot. I'm There could be other things, but that being said, he ended up at the age of 16 going to live with his dad because he decided, I want to pursue my dream of being in the NBA and his dad's going to help him do that. So having not really had a great relationship with his father, he ended up moving to Mississippi to train with him and whatever other like support he needed to get there and went to Kentucky and now is, you know, star player for the Phoenix Suns. So there's a little bit about him. He's also a Chevy Impala collector. Obviously wasn't, you know, when he was younger, like didn't have like the funds to do so. But now that he's like, all his extra coin he's been collecting impalas and things like that and then he's also just to pull on your heartstrings he is an ambassador for the special olympics his younger sister has like a chromosome a partial chromosome missing so she's like a high functioning individual but just needs you know additional support and probably will for the rest of her life but that is why he is involved in the special olympics and is an ambassador for them so there's that on that. Then you have the Miami Heat. We're going back to the other side of the U.S. And you have Kevin Love, who is someone that was on the Cavs with LeBron when they won their championship. He's a little bit older. This is He signed a one-year deal with Miami. But this will probably be his last year in the NBA. He hasn't called me directly to say, hey, Whitney, like, I'm just, I'm ready to be a family guy and soak in the Miami sun. Like, I don't want to play anymore. I don't know. He's actually married to his longtime Jewish queen girlfriend, Kate Bach, who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated with Olivia Culpo. Well, they actually are about to celebrate their one-year anniversary this June. Kevin Love and Kate were married in the New York City Library um, just last year, which is, you know, exciting. Love, love. Then you have Jimmy Butler, who he always wears a a white sweatband, basically. Maybe he changes the colors. It's mostly white, though. He's been doing those Michelob Ultra commercials with that L.A. Sparks player um, from the WNBA about, like, air balls. So they're kind of, like, harping on each other about air balls in the commercial. So that's who that guy is. Interesting thing about him is he's a huge country music fan. Morgan Wallen, big fan, which I find so funny. He's from Houston, so, like, it makes a little bit of sense, but... And he actually went to community college. He went to Tyler, Texas Community College before transferring to Marquette and then obviously was drafted into the NBA. So fun fact about him. And Jimmy Butler is also a coffee connoisseur. He has a high-end coffee company that like if you just like your run-of-the-mill coffee, this is not for you. But if you want to pay like $40 an ounce for coffee, this is your brand. I think it's called Big Face Coffee. Yeah, that's it. All right, moving right along, you have the New York Knicks with Jalen Brunson. He plays with Josh Hart. They both went to Villanova together, so another college duo in the NBA offseason. Jalen Brunson, actually, this is his first year with the Knicks. He was with the Dallas Mavericks last year, and 
Jalen is the son of Rick Brunson, who was in the NBA and played like on several different teams and was actually the assistant coach for the Timberwolves, the team that has the guys that were like punching each other. Then you have the 76ers with Joel Embiid, who I've mentioned before. He was in the running for MVP last year, but kind of like Shaq had said last year, he he just wasn't doing quite enough. He needed to do a little bit more. He must have heard him because he definitely is doing that this year, and he may get the MVP over Jokovic, who has won it the past two seasons. Jokovic is the one that plays for the Denver Nuggets. We'll get to him in a second. So you have the Brooklyn Nets. They are still in the playoffs currently. Ben Simmons is the guy I mentioned that, like, doesn't actually play. He's still on the team somehow. Like, I'm sure it's a contract thing, but this kid does not play basketball. However, just the other day, he paid for China, a city in China to get a basketball court because he wants to share the joy of basketball with more people. And to me, that just, like, doesn't fall in lines with, like, how he is acting. It's like... It would be like me saying, I want to share sports with the rest of the world. And then when sports comes on TV, I tell my husband, absolutely not. We're never watching this. Like, it just doesn't line up. There are days, though, I do tell him we're not watching sports today. But anyway, so the other interesting thing about the Nets is they have Seth Curry, who is Steph Curry's brother who plays for the Golden State Warriors. Well, Seth, his brother is married to Kaylee Rivers, who's the daughter of Doc Rivers, who currently coaches the 76ers, who is the team that the Nets are currently playing in the playoffs. Mind-boggling. And then we have the Celtics. They have Jason Tatum. He's the one who went to Duke. His son, Jason Jr., is the one that's always on the court, like, helping him stretch and, you know, doing, like, skills and drills and stuff. And his counterpart on that team would be Jalen Brown. So Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are two people for the Celtics that you would want to be looking out for. Then you have the Hawks. I'm sorry, I just don't really think the Hawks are going to make it very far, but Trey Young is their real star player. Then last but not least, the Sports Girlies predictions for the NBA Finals winner is the Denver Nuggets. They are currently leading the series by two games against the Timberwolves, who I mentioned before, like they punch the players were punching each other. I'm just trying to give you a point of reference. So Jokovic is their like star player, and he does have some support around him. They wouldn't be number one if he didn't. My only fear is is that when a team doesn't have like two or three great players, and they don't have to have like a name for themselves, they could be like coming up and they aren't, you know, a household name quite yet. And so that may be the case with the Denver Nuggets. So I'm really hoping, I'm really rooting for them. I hope that they get a championship. Oh, and I wanted to mention, so I'm not a huge hockey follower quite yet. I mean, I'm I'm dabbling. So the Colorado Avalanche, that is the hockey team in Denver. They currently are also in the playoffs. The playoffs for hockey and for basketball kind of run, co- like they coincide with each other. So Colorado is doing really well in the playoffs and the Denver Nuggets are in the playoffs. So current and they share the same arena. So currently the crew at Ball Arena, like you know like Mason Jars, that's the that's who sponsors the arena in Denver. So every other night the crew is having to break down the court and every other night's a little dramatic. They you know they do travel too as far as the teams go, but 
so they're having to break down the court and then, you know, prep the ice. And then once they're done with the ice, then they put the court back down so they can play a basketball game. Which, like, those poor guys and, and gals that are just breaking down the court, staying up all night, just so that people can understand and enjoy sports. Well, that pretty much wraps up who you need to know in the NBA playoffs right now. Hopefully, you've got some information of, and this was of value to you. And I understand that basketball may not be your sport and football may not be your sport. It really just runs the gamut. Whatever sport is not yours, I can totally understand that. But if you see yourself one day like spitting facts about players and teams and like you want to have that confidence that you know what's going on and like you have some added value for a sports conversation that which is what I ultimately have always wanted, it just comes to absorbing one thing. So sometimes when it comes to like a team, for instance, like that Lopez guy that is like owns property for Disney. I could know nothing else about him or his team, but I've just latched on that, like, I think it's cool he has a Disney property, and that's who I'm rooting for. So it may be the silliest thing that can make me a fan of somebody or a particular team, but the cool thing is, is that you end up retaining information about that player and moments that happen around them during the time in which you're, like, obsessed with that person. I say all of this because I talked a lot about the NBA today and a lot about players. And if you just hang on to one thing for next season, you will recognize that player and or their team and feel more confident in your sports knowledge. I promise it does pay off. And it is really cool to see what you actually do remember from season to season. So thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you learned something new and something worth sharing and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week and have a great rest of your week. Bye. Love ya.